1: this is the dpatro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN, ESPN New York 4. app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.
2: Got the number one pick in the NHL draft but the man can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's Lawrence Miller! Come on, Mary Trash, DMT for short. Wonder if we better what you people the score, up at the crack of dawn, top stories in the morning, while you yawn and grab your coffee, rise the shine with 98.7, this is drop time, we provide highlights from your favorite teams, got David and Rick making plenty of picks, at Rule 76.
3: Oh yes, we flipped the calendar, February the 1st, DiPietro and Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN, this portion of the show driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the Number one volume Ford group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Before we get to the Knicks and what was a really just a very painful, difficult game to watch last night, we'll get to the football. Aaron Rodgers feels like that is a, a, a story that continues and has more excitement around it. Before we get to any of it, and of course let you know that Wednesday hump day Stump Rothenberg at 7:45 we say good morning to everyone's favorite goalie and that of course is my best friend Rick DiPietro. Good morning Rick, how are you?
4: Good morning David, I'm doing fantastic. I got some big beautiful big beautiful breaking news for you at some point whenever you want it.
3: Big wait, news. Wait, wait. Jazz hands. <laughs> All right, g- give me give me something. Is it is it sports related? Is it show related? Like wh- where is the big news stem from? Show related. Show related big yep. news. Here is what my guess is going to be: You were up in Bristol yesterday, that's right, and you ran into someone that said something about the show.
4: Uh, no, that did happen, but that's not the big, beautiful that's breaking the big news. news.
3: I don't well, know. Like, is you it? That. Is it? Is it worthy of leading the show at the big news? Is it something we we shelve and bring back later in the six or seven o'clock hour? I don't. I, I don't know the big news, so I am going to leave it up to you.
4: I think we could probably shelve it. I just wanted to tease it to let you know. That there is some news I'd, I'd like to share. I think you guys will all be proud of me. Really? Yeah.
3: I think we're typically very proud of you.
4: This could take it to a different kind of level, though.
3: I like it. I like it. By the way, isn't today a big day in your life?
4: Today is a hum- uh, humongous day in uh, not my life, yeah, but my wife's Well, yep. I,
3: I mean, it, it is in your life because your your wife is maybe the biggest part of your life, and she's celebrating a, a whopping big birthday today.
4: Big, huge birthday. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell you her age, but it's a no, big birthday. No, 30. She's not overly excited 20. about it. Yeah. But uh, we will take today to just celebrate her greatness.
3: Yes, I think we should. Happy, happy birthday. Because I- without
4: her, there would be no me. I can promise you all that.
3: Yeah. No, I, I feel the same way about you and about me, and I agree with that. I think there'd be an RJ without Ange, though. Like I think RJ is a fully functional human being.
4: Unless all of a sudden they didn't have his yogurt to Costco, and then who the hell knows where he ends up.
3: And then he's in the fetal position in the corner.
4: That but could if, send him into a, a spiral.
3: Right. But if one of the three of us you'd look at and say, which one is the is the least reliant on their significant other? Not that he doesn't love her. Not that he doesn't need her and, and or want her. But least reliant? Clearly, RJ.
4: Yeah, he is. I mean, he's the youngest of the three of us, and he's the most mature adult of the three of us.
3: Not, not. I don't even think it's a, it's a question.
4: No, I don't even think we're in the same, I mean, same, same atmosphere.
3: No, with him, Stra- I think it would be stratosphere, but, Atmosphere, yeah.
4: strata. Well, you know what I'm talking about.
3: I know what you're talking it's about. And I fully, fully, and wholeheartedly agree with you. So I'll I'll text you later, maybe with a, a, a just a special message for your lovely wife. But before we even get started with the day, that's that's the theme of the day. Big birthday, happy birthday to Cass from all of us to her. Okay, you make sure you, you send that along. I absolutely will. All right, so we have Stump Rothenberg today. That's good. Oh, news. Oh yeah, we, All right. right. Seven forty five. Stump Rothenberg. That's that's good news. You know, it's not good news, Rick.
4: Oh, uh, the Knicks?
3: Yeah I, I, yeah, I tell you. And and you know what? This it, it occurred to me last night as I'm watching the game, and they, it goes to overtime. They have a the little mini comeback, and then it goes to overtime, and then, of course, they lose it in overtime. Most teams, they have the momentum. It goes to overtime. They win. Not, not the Knicks, right? But it occurred to me why I got so annoyed at you last week when you were crapping all over that win against Boston. You know why? Because there's so many times to do it. There's so many mornings to wake up and destroy them that a win is not a morning, I'm going to do it. But last night, so frustrating, so annoying, and it really defined why I can't stand Julius Randle.
4: I just don't understand why you put him in that spot, in that moment. Like, the most likely to make, to make that decision on the court, of the five guys, and now R.J. Barrett didn't play, and we could talk about that in a little bit. Just quickly was the better option for, Tom, you know, for, for Tibbs in that moment.
3: That's a problem, though.
4: I mean, it's almost the last seven minutes of the fourth. I mean, that's what six fifty one of the fourth, all the way through overtime. He went with that lineup. So, yeah, that's a problem. But uh, I mean, I just don't know why. Like, why the ball is not in Jalen Brunson's hands in that spot? Well, he uh, why is he inbounding the ball? Like, what what are we doing? Well, unless the thought was, I mean, that did we have? I, we had to have some Tib sound. Oh, we, got, we have that, a lot of Tib sound. The thought that was that Randall was going to draw the two, and then he could and then kick it over, take <laughs> a shot, or dish Re- it.
3: Really, you thought Randall was going to draw the double team and then and then be unselfish? And and also, it takes him forever to make these decisions and to get stuff done. You had four seconds left.
4: Well, it's not only just that, though. It was the. I mean, then you go to. I mean, you go to overtime where you had the the ridiculous. I mean, is that come on? Can we can we all be honest here for a second? What could you really tell if that was a goaltending or not? If that was a goaltend or not? Uh, it didn't look like a goaltend. Uh, yeah, but I mean that was so. Uh, I mean, if it takes you that long to decide whether or not if it's called a goaltend and it takes you that long to decide whether or not it is, I mean, can we just say okay, inconclusive? But I mean, that counts. That's one twenty-three twenty. But even so, you go, you get the you get a stop, and then Randall has to travel. Oh yeah, Westbrook when he was like
3: running across the floor, yeah, right. He tries right. to
4: get up on the break, and then Westbrook makes a shot off the glass, and then for some reason, I don't know why, Hartenstein's taking a corner three for some reason, but yeah, I, I very, mean, the execution. I just don't understand why that's the. I get that Tibbs loves Randall, and Randall does. I mean, he does draw a lot of attention, but I mean, I think we've seen it enough where he's the one, the the person on the team best suited to make the right decision in those moments is Brunson. And,
3: and last night he was great. Like it's not like you look at Brunson, and you say, "Boy, Brunson is struggling," and Julius is great. So let's get it to Julius and kind of feed the beast. If there was a, a beast that needed to be fed, it was Brunson. It was one of his? Ba- I mean, he was phenomenal in that game last night. Why yeah, would Julius you would not get a the night. ball
4: to him? Julius Randle did not have a good night. He was no. nineteen. His numbers look fine, but he did not have a good night.
3: When you wait, listen, Julius, when you look at his numbers almost any night, you're going to look at, that, at them and say, "Oh, he scored twenty two and had and eleven or twelve or fourteen and four assists." They're always going to look okay, but you have to look up past the numbers. He was not good last night.
4: No, I, I mean, of all the people, I'm telling you, like that was the, that's I'm sure that's every Knicks fans thought in that moment is why the hell is is why the hell is Julius the one now, especially in this game. I get he's one of your best players, and I'm usually the first on the show to defend him. But a, a, a night where he didn't shoot well, Brunson—I mean, Brunson had 16 in the first half. He ends up with 37 for the game. But I mean, he's like he's the guy that's going to make the right play. He's going to he's going to get himself in the spot to make you know to give you the best chance with the best shot, or he's going to make the the play out of whatever double team they throw at him.
3: You want the ball to go through your best player, and without question, your best player last night was Jalen Brunson. Why they decided to have him inbounded? Go to Randall. A, a, the only thing I could think of. But did
4: you see? Oh, hold on. Did you see where Randall ended up, though, Dave? It, well, like, not only he, that, he was
3: he 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 ended up in no man's land, and he was double teamed by maybe the best two defenders in the NBA.
4: Well, because they all know what he's trying to do. He gets to that spot and he tries to get to his left, and as soon as LeBron, like LeBron James, came down with the double team. But even if he doesn't. Like he's got the shot that he's going to have to make it's, it, off the. It looked like it was going to have to be over the edge of the backboard.
3: Yeah, there was no chance he was going to make that shot. That is not the play. The play is get the ball to him and get rid of it quickly when you see that there's a double going to you. And he didn't. I didn't even think he thought about giving the the ball up in that situation.
4: Well, I think LeBron did a pretty good job of of waiting, but still. I would rather the ball in Jalen Brunson's hands in that moment. By the way, I mean Jalen Brunson's your best one-on-one player anyway.
3: Of course he is, and and he's he's your best passer. So what are we doing here? Why? He, my question would be: Why is Brunson inbounding the ball? Un- unless I, the I plan don't know. was to get it right back to him. But even so, what? Why? Why? What are you doing?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I listen. You're asking me questions I can't answer. I just know in that moment, if I'm Tom Thibodeau, my, the play I'm drawn up has Jalen Brunson with the ball in his hands making the decision. Right. Like that's. I mean, that's how it has to be. Unless, I, I like, unless you're right, like unless Julius Randle's just on like, just on a heater and he's just having one of those games where well, let's get this guy the ball because he's just, everything he shoots he makes.
3: I mean, if he's 15 to 22 and he's got, you know, 38 points and he can't miss, that's different. But that was not the case. In fact, I thought he was not very good at all offensively. And who was your best offensive player last night? It's not even a question. Your best offensive player was Jalen Brunson. So in the biggest moment of the game, let's have him inbound the ball and be out of the play, what sense does that make at all? And I'm not quizzing you. I know you agree with me. I'm just—it's—it's it's so frustrating because you see it happening all the time.
4: Well, I just think in those moments, I mean, we've seen enough of this. And even when he's—I mean, he's great. And trust me, I think that Julius Randle is—is a really good player. And he's having an unbelievable season. But just in those moments, like the reason why you brought Jalen Brunson here is for those moments. Like I—I th- I mean, I don't know how you don't trust him. At, like, I know he trusts him, but I don't know, man. I mean, it's it was a head scratcher to me that that was the that was was how we were going to try to win this game with with him with the ball in the sand, knowing they were going to double him at some point.
3: Uh, let's let's hear from Thibodeau. Uh, here he is on the last play of uh, of regulation.
1: There's three options on that play, and so they have to read the defense. LeBron was on Jalen, and uh, Davis was on Julius. Depending on what they're doing, it they, they can go either way. So there's there's options on that play that's why it's set up the way it is
4: yeah but why here's my problem though why give him the options though what are you brunson the options
3: right what 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 option do you think let's see julius you can take the ball to the basket and try and score or you can dish it off to someone else who's going to have a better matchup what option do you think julius Randle's going to take a hundred times out of a hundred
4: well don't get me wrong either lebron james did a good job but still like i that's that's not the point the point is, if the play is drawn up with these different options, let Jalen Brunson be the one to make the decision in that moment. Because, see, I mean, that's, again, he's the guy, he's your best ball handler. He's the guy that's supposed to be the one that distributes, that's supposed to have the ball in the big moments to either, you know, tie a game or win a game. Not to mention the fact that he was your best offensive player last night.
3: It's so frustrating. But it's the same thing. It's the same thing all the I mean, quickly time. had a,
4: listen, quickly had a better, I mean... Okay, I, I, thought they, I
3: thought they got themselves back into the game early because it quickly. I thought he was excellent. Right, night.
4: Hartenstein was great in the first half too. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's like you see it so many times. It's just like I mean, how how was everyone saying the same thing and yet the play is drawn up the way it's drawn up? It, like, it'll never. How make many sense. times do you have to see it?
3: And again, just to go back to it, that's why when they they beat Boston, I couldn't crush them because I know. I mean, look at what they've done. They have that, that win, you feel a little decent about it, and you're, you're upset, I, or Kay I had the same tact as you, and I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to go there, I'm excited by it. It's a win against maybe the best team in the Eastern Conference, and you follow it up with a game where you don't show up at all, and a game where you, you're right there, and you can't get the win at home against it. Let's be fair, that's not a good Lakers team.
4: No, but it's—I bo- it, was going to just swear there, but it, it's it's garbage, though. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, we talked about this all day yesterday with the NBA and, and how you know, players with low management and Kyrie and everything else. But this is garbage, though, is that is that the Nets team gets to face the Lakers without LeBron. I said LeBron. that yesterday. I know, but it just—it made me even more angry that we lost, and that was the case.
3: Yeah, because you know why? And it It's, oh, no, there's a rivalry. This is a, two, a two-team a two city. No, it's not. Listen, the Nets are the better team. I'm not arguing that. Nobody cares about the Nets. If they cared about the Nets, they wouldn't all take the night off against the Nets and all come out and play on on Broadway against the Knicks.
4: Hey, can we get off to a better start, please? I well, mean, they're at they had home. Five points, like eight minutes into the game. But they started off two for fifteen.
3: That oh, was dreadful. It was dreadful. That game. That game annoys me so much, and it gets no easier. So
4: oh, now you have you Miami,
3: hear- who won a, a, an important game against Cleveland last night, and then you get the Clippers, and all of a sudden, this all oh, fighting for the sixth seed. You're gonna, you know what you're gonna be doing. And you're a week away now from the trade deadline. It's a week from tomorrow. You're going to be fighting for the nine seed, the way you're playing right now.
4: Yeah, but did you hear what Julia said before, uh, after the Nets game? When they played the Nets? Oh, that they just didn't have it? Hey, we just weren't ready for whatever reason. How does that happen?
3: I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I find this team so incredibly annoying and frustrating.
4: Yeah, because it feels like they, I mean, they have talent, man. They got good players. They don't have a superstar, but they got good players. Like, this is one of those teams that you watch play and you're like, okay, there's, there's no, like, you saw when they, played, when they played Brooklyn and what Kyrie did in the fourth quarter, right? It's like, okay, it's closing time, superstar steps up, he's going to take us home. They don't really have that, right? Like, that's not, no. they don't have someone at that level. Which means that when you're a team like that and you don't have someone at that level, that you have to, like, your system has to be what, what makes the difference for you. Like, you're so good. Everyone has a role in the system, and because you play the system so well, it it makes up for the fact that you don't have a superstar. And then you watch last night, and slow start, get themselves back in. It quickly is great in the first half. Hartenstein's great in the first half. And then, you know, you get fortunate because LeBron makes the three late, and then he falls in love with it, and he decides... Because the Knicks were in, in the penalty with almost five with 4.45 left in the fourth quarter.
3: Yeah, Lakers really kind of hemorrhaged down the stretch there. too. Right, I got LeBron yeah.
4: settling for a long two, a three. He missed, like, gives us a chance, and then we have the ball at home with the chance to win this game. And the play that we draw up is, hey, Julius, we're going to give you the ball, and you'll have three different options. Just make the right choice.
3: Right, yeah, because that's what you want. Because Julius Randle is going to unload the ball in that moment. It's never going to happen. It doesn't happen. It shouldn't go through him. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. one 800 So as we sit here now, the Knicks are in the seventh spot with 25 losses. Hawks, Wizards, 26. Bulls, 27. Pacers, 28. Raptors, 29. That's a lot of teams that are right there now. You
4: need to win these games. That's yeah, all bunched up. All bunched up.
3: All bunched up is right. I think all right, the
4: better so- question, though, is are you better, I mean— are you better than Miami? Are you better than? You're K- not better than Miami, no. Okay, so I mean, so we're now we're, we're saying we're not going to be. You you don't think we have any chance to be a six seed then?
3: Any chance? I wouldn't say Ex- expectation. No, you're not. No, you're 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 going to be in that seven to ten range. Ugh. No, you're going to be in the the only team you have a chance to catch is Miami. I'll tell you what. That game on on Thursday night against Miami is a monster basketball game.
4: Yeah, I, I don't disagree at all, but. I mean, we
0: have to figure out the end of these games, man.
3: Oh, it's been a problem for a long time.
0: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woo hoo! Over here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This. DiPietro and Rothenberg. Bounce to Randall. Cries on Davis. One second to the rim. Stop, spins, throws it up. Knocked away. And we're going to overtime at the Garden. So frustrating.
3: So annoying. And it really defined why I can't stand Julius Randall.
6: I got to keep watching Randall all year. It's going to drive me nuts. The fact that the ball goes to him at the end is maddening. I just
1: don't understand why you put him in that spot, in that moment, Julius. Depending on what they're doing, there's options on that play. The Lakers in overtime win it over the Knickerbockers. 120. 120- 29, 123 This is DiPietro and Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN.
3: Very frustrating, the 7 o'clock hour. Now, the 7 o'clock hour not frustrating. 7 o'clock hour will be frustrating because the Knicks are so frustrating. So ipso facto, as you would so eloquently say, I'm frustrated this morning. Very annoyed. And now everything gets magnified because my, my Giants are done. So I get more annoyed.
4: Yeah, but you know what's not frustrating? What? Oh, speaking of your Giants, Daniel yeah. Jones at the game last night. Yeah, he threw the ball into the crowd. Very nice. That's amazing. Even just watching him throw the ball, man. Those like, NFL quarterbacks, like you it's watch different, him play, right? Dude, he just like he just snapped his wrist. The thing was just a bullet. No, that's that's what he is. It's my quarterback. I caught a pass from Aaron Rodgers one time. Thing was like he different. ripped it in at you, dude. It's like the 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 spiral on that thing is just crazy. It Was a spirally football? Uh, this as spirally as it could be? Really i am tell you what, man. I don't want to get over. How's the football he throws? Is it nice? Is it spirally?
7: Oh, so that's when I was in full bloom. Love.
4: I don't want to get crazy because I don't want to have my heart broken. But yeah, it feels like there's a lot of momentum now. It with really this, does. This Aaron Rodgers deal.
3: Okay, is it fair to say? And I don't want to completely switch topics. If it doesn't happen, you would be you would be heartbroken, though. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I, I think so too.
4: That's right. Because it's just I mean, it's and again now it's so. If it doesn't happen, it's what. Nathaniel then what? It. If it doesn't
3: happen, now you're going to wind up with with Derek Carr. I mean, yeah, great. He's fine. No, he's fine. He, no, he's
4: fine. He's available. Like he, I mean, he's a, he's definitely an upgrade of what you have, but he's not Aaron Rodgers.
3: No, God, no, no, no. Nobody that you can get is Aaron Rodgers. He, he's he's the unicorn. He's the only one. Guys like Aaron Rodgers, for the most part, do not become available.
4: No, no. And I know he had an off year, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm in my mind. I have fully convinced myself that it was just because of the thumb. That was well, the only I, reason. I
3: don't think there's a lot of convincing that needs to be done there. I think that's probably the reason. Now, this portion of the show, driven by the All American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast, huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Uh, Knicks deserve a little more time. Let's get back to them. Frustrating loss. I mean, we've said all the things that have to be said this morning already. Right? Why are you going to Randall? What does that play down the stretch? You melt again, right? And overtime, you don't play well. It's just it's the same story over and over and over.
4: Well, I don't think you melted. I mean, you uh, got to a bad, in, in overtime, bad start you were not good. Bo- no, no, the bad start bothered me. That was a, that's a, point one. Bad start bothered me because of what I heard to from start Julius the Randall. game. Yeah, but the start of the game. I mean, they started off two for fifteen. Oh, I know they had like five points in the first nine minutes. Yeah, they were down fifteen to five. But I mean, this is. A, I think it was magnified because of what Julius Randle said about the game against Brooklyn. That that really aggravates me a lot to hear that. Well, how, how do the Knicks ever go into a game and just
3: kind of like, you know, mail it in? They can't show up.
4: Yeah, just come off flat like that. But how do you do that? Um, you know,
3: there's no, there's no, well, there's so much sometimes. travel. There's no travel involved. Right? You go no, to Brooklyn. I mean, it happens
4: sometimes, but still.
3: Oh, but come on. Yeah,
4: you're, you just, had, you're not you just a team. had,
3: you just maybe had your win of the year. You think there's, I mean, there's no momentum off of that, though?
4: No, there should be, there should be. Like, I mean, yeah, you should, you should. Like, I understand, like tough loss, like heartbreak, breaking loss stuff to maybe get yourself up emotionally. And you have a little bit of a letdown, but again, I mean, it, you're playing. It, it's it's supposed to be a rivalry, I guess. But it's, I mean, it is Brooklyn. Like you know, all eyes are going to be watching this thing. They don't have KD. Like you're probably a more talent. I mean. No, I you're think you can say it. When team. they don't
3: have Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant, you're you're a more talented team than them. Okay,
4: and you just you come off flat. I mean, and one of the leaders of your team is talking about it, and then you do the same thing at home where you've struggled. You're not good enough. You're not like they they need to realize they're not good enough to to get off the slow starts. I
3: could not agree with you more. Let's get back to some of these calls. Let's go to Josh in Brooklyn. Good morning, Josh. You're on ninety eight
6: seven. Hey, what's up, guys? morning. How are
3: you doing? Good. What's going on, Josh?
6: Um, Nothing much.
3: So, um, with the, the, the thing
4: I'm confused most about... Oh, uh, give me one minute. I'm sorry. Well, take your time. The, uh, the, the, the last thing... Mean, <laughs> no, no, you no, no, I'm do, sorry. Get Don't be, no. I'm sorry.
3: If, All right. The last thing we want to do is rush you no, this I'm morning, sorry. Josh. Take your time. You ready?
6: I've actually delivered to you before. I actually delivered to you palatial estate before, Dave, so... You should know what kind of It's job a humongous I doing. home,
4: isn't it, Josh? Is it a humongous home? They
6: didn't, Rick. Rick, when I, Rick, when they, when I went, it wasn't even finished yet. I think like the road was actually still being built. It was like brand new.
4: It's like it's own. It's his own street, right, Josh? I, yeah, I told yeah,
3: you, I live on a cul de sac. Why? Hang on a, hang on a, a minute. Cul-de-sac. Why have you been to my home? Why? Why no, have you been to my home? No, Who are you?
6: Your your wife. Yo, know, I, I so I deliver for a, a grocery business. I won't tell you what it is, but I'm pretty sure you know what it is. But we do the home groceries. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I, I seen you leave.
3: Yeah. He's so funny. All right, why are you coming to my home? That's what I want to
2: know.
6: Why and why are you not introducing your wife, yourself? Your wife ordered. Your right. wife is the who ordered. I've seen the name on the, the on the on the on a thing, I was actually listening. Oh no, you weren't on yet at the time, but I—you were—I actually seen you leave instead taking your son. I'm like, and I looked at the name. I looked at the order name. I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry." Oh no!
5: Oh no! Oh no!
1: Oh no!
5: I really thought he was going to stop himself. I
1: really he did. Could. He can't.
5: He has, he has no willpower, no
3: control whatsoever. <laughs> oh no! Well, that's it. He gets a suspension, he, right? He, he knows where you live. I don't I know. That, if I don't know if you dad, should give
5: him sure. a suspension. He may come after you.
3: He's gonna. He's gonna kill me. Listen, if something bad happens to me, it was Josh in Brooklyn.
4: He might be Ben's dad. We don't know.
3: I'm pretty sure. What? You see. You see what he
4: does. <laughs> what you are showing me a video of Ben deadlifting like 500 pounds. There's no way he I can have ever. strength. No. No
3: chance. Oh. 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 Yeah. I do. You, you should can't. have seen what I, I. I. When I was a kid, leg oh. press, incredible, over 600 pounds in leg press.
4: You can't. You can't even touch your toes now.
3: Well, now I'm not very flexible, but back in the day I was. I you don't understand. I'm going to be fifty. Fifties and it's on the other side of things.
4: <laughs> let's uh, let's not bury the lead here. What's the lead? Uh, you have a you have your own street.
3: Well, I don't have my own street that was
4: built especially for you.
3: It's a it's a cul-de-sac that we live on. I what's don't. The, I'll, I'll tell you what. You can Rothenburg, pull right up into right up into my driveway. You don't have to start, you know, pressing buttons and getting uh, ksh, hello. Can you can you press the buzzer so I can get in? There's none of that. I don't have a gate. What do you mean you don't, have a, don't have a gate? Don't lie to the people. I don't personally have a gate. RJ, does he have? Is there does he? Is there a gate to get into his little community?
4: There is a there is a gate.
3: Yes. What uh, mean you don't have you a just, Why
4: can't you be my guy once, RJ? Why? What do you? Mean, you
3: don't have cuz you're a big liar. You don't have a game. I
5: have no I have no real. You want RJ to, I mean. to go on the air and tell lies? Yes, yeah, not no, a liar. No, He's uh, about listen, to be a father. He can't start that.
2: I, I I can't sell to the people. They know your background. I mean, Dave is a little more ambiguous. We assume he has just piles of money, and I think that's that, that's bearing out here. That's a fair assumption. Yeah. But you had a, a Successful athletic career, you were, you were. And they still
3: force money on him every time. Well, just stop
2: bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're a man. Of, you're a man of means. You should. You should be proud of that. You are in that. Dave. Dave's denying it. If anything, Dave. I'm not denying anything. Just own that you've worked very hard. You. I've
3: worked very hard. Have, I've been all over the country. I've busted my butt. Have, my wife works. Piles of money. I'm not, I don't have piles of money. We work hard for what we have. But you had As a result,
2: you have piles of money. I don't have piles of money. We this have m- to watch everything we spend. I mean, evidently not. Josh in Brooklyn, when he's not cursing, is just making delivery upon delivery. Oh, yeah. My home. wife orders groceries. How wild is that? How in? Oh, my God.
4: A, a, a head of broccoli. Crazy. Must be nice to have the money to afford someone delivering your groceries, isn't it?
3: Because oh, everybody doesn't have that. What a life. Oh, yeah. Because these grocery delivering companies aren't all rampant.
4: The
2: Eagles are going to make you even more money because you bet on them. Ten grand. Yeah. I bet on anybody. Yeah, you're gonna put ten grand on the Eagles. He comes from he comes from extreme wealth. You're gonna He's win open. our work pool.
4: What the It's is. all happening. Possible. For you. His parents are very well off. Oh, very
3: well off. Tremendously well off. Stay out of my parents' pockets, okay? <laughs> now, who do you, who do you think you are?
4: I love. I your mom is the best.
3: She's terrific. Stay out of her pockets. Now she I can looks see good.
4: You. Now she keeps herself in nice shape. Well, because she cares. Right. Yeah. She's a I, woman that that she walked thirteen hundred
3: and fifty calories yesterday.
2: I don't know if that's healthy, though. Well, healthy or not, I'm going to look gorgeous soon. <laughs> I think you're peaking too soon. The well, Bar was soon. eight or nine months away.
5: It's September the 9th. Is he's the not going to make it.
2: No, you have to drag his lifeless body
5: to this. <laughs> you're, no, you're going to get to July. Place, but he's going to look gorgeous, Rick.
2: You're going to get gorgeous. to July 4th and just go on a binge. Like, wow, I've worked so hard. I look so great. Take the shirt off at the picnic. Here comes 8,000 calories and, and <laughs> right to the not face. not healthy.
5: That is not healthy.
2: Right are we are we
3: having a picnic? A show picnic? Uh, we could. Yeah, we won't.
2: I just think you should you should space it out. You should be committed, but I think you're really you're getting after it pretty hard right now. You're basically, not, you're basically
4: yeah, not eating. If, if February 1st is the time to start peeing. Well, like, you know it's, what? It's, it's I'm early. not going to
3: sit here and get ridiculed by you guys. You're fat. You're fat. You're fat. And then get to work and have you guys now take the other side of, oh, you just you shouldn't be doing this. This is too we've much.
5: Give, we've given them body image troubles. So that's right. No, look at what we've done. When I, I talked
3: to HR this week, when I have my call, I'm going to certainly bring this up.
4: No, no one told you to wear a spandex 3 quarter zip to the office.
3: Well, you know what? I should be able to be. You're body shaming me is what you're doing. <laughs> no, I'm just yes, suggesting you, are.
4: You, you wear clothes that fit. Like if you didn't want us to see it you wouldn't accentuate it right I don't
3: care that's <laughs> well, they, I don't care
4: well obviously you do because you're eating 1300 like I don't know how you're functioning right now
3: I do periodic I'm dieting I'm involved in a periodic dieting phase right now I'll get down to to a, a, a playing weight I'll run it through the bar mitzvah and then I'll probably fatten up again this just I'll, seems it's like, like I'm a wrestler this
5: just seems like punishment to be honest
3: <laughs> let's go to uh, a shooter in Stanford good morning shooter
8: good morning fellows good morning company. Um, Dave, have you ever thought about trying the Tom Brady diet? The TV <laughs> You don't have. To. What's that? I, I don't think it's about calories. I think it's about like what you eat. Right, he eats a ton of fish. Um,
4: no, it is fish? fish. It is. It is. Calories, eat, calories though. I don't it's
8: think good. he eats much bread. He doesn't eat co- uh, doesn't drink coffee. I did it for I my life drink, insurance I don't drink test. coffee, and I've, t-
3: I've taken out carbs, so I'm I'm basically doing my own Tom Brady diet.
4: Yeah, except he's fat, and Tom Brady is skinny.
8: You see,
3: shooter, if you bad. ever spoke to bad. one of your students like this, what would happen?
8: are perfect. Uh, I'd be fired. dude
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rick, you should probably be fired.
8: <laughs> uh, he's just—he's just giving you, uh, you know, cons- uh, negative criticism. He's trying to motivate you. You know, so oh, he's do, motivating uh, me. Rick's the negative guy. It, yeah, it's very net but, but
3: let's let's just confirm this one more time if you spoke to your students or another teacher like this you would be relieved of your job right
8: uh, that's correct Dave.
3: yeah okay good
8: go ahead shooter what do you got all right the next i mean it's driving me crazy now because because we're good we're a good team we compete i like watching the games for the most part and then once we get to the end I want, I'm, I'm like, should I turn it off and watch Tulsa Kings? I, I, do I want to watch this? Because we all know what's going to happen. So at this point, all I'm thinking about is, right, math teacher problem solving. What do we need to get? Who do, we need a shooter. We need a good – no, I'm not talking about Evan Fournier, the French blah, blah, blah. We need, <laughs> we need a guy who's a superstar and who could shoot. We need someone who could nail threes consistently because, like, Grimes, they're trying to – He's popping too fast. You can see him. He's he's shooting way too quick. He's not setting himself. And R.J. Barrett isn't there yet. I mean, I don't know what to do anymore. You you guys tell me. Come on, let's hear some therapy. I don't know what you're
3: supposed to do. I mean, I wish I, I could sit here and give you some grand answer, Shooter, and thanks for the call of what you should do as a Knicks fan. The answer is, I don't know. I mean, you're stuck right in no man's land. You're not bad enough, where you're going to wind up going after this French superstar, and you're not good enough, where you're going to wind up winning a playoff series. That's a that's the worst place to be in my mind.
4: Yeah, they're caught they're caught in this weird spot where I don't even know. Like I mean, we were talking about this earlier. Like even if you start, you know, adding a piece at the deadline, is that piece going to be enough to to help you win a playoff series? The answer is probably not. No. What what piece puts
3: you over the top to beat Milwaukee?
4: I don't think that piece is out there. Boston. No. Philly, no. No. No, I mean, it's a problem. Again, I go back to it. It feels like you missed your, like you had a chance. Like like if you you honestly wanted to go through the exercises, just going back, where it's like this team had, you come to the fork in the road, where you make the right decision, things go well. You make the wrong decision, and you're stuck where we're at. Like you go back, and you can do that. I mean, it's a frustrating exercise, but you could do it. Like should we take... Frank Milakina? No,
3: please, please don't do this. Like,
4: I mean, just like yeah, go back and through some of that stuff.
3: But please, pl- please don't do. Uh, should we take Don drive yourself Mitchell? crazy? I yes. uh, should we take gilgis Alexander? Right. Please, 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 please. I'm begging you, don't do that.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Oh, uh, Let's go. Little stump, Rothenberg. He knows sports. I'm intrigued by a lot of guys. And he's very humble. I go away. This, this show dies. dies. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. Is the DS4 or 7, by the way?
3: Ha <laughs> ha Very funny. Stumper Otterberg brought to you by Jack Pocket. 800 919 3776 Rick as as asked for greatness, I can only do what I can do. And let's bring on the man that always starts the segment. Andy in Merrick. Good morning, Andy. Do we not? Do we I, not
5: I, have I Andy? I don't see Andy on the board there. Oh, sir. I thought our, I thought he just goes in like a, a private line. We I, and I thought I saw him before. I think Andy hung up on us. Oh, my wow, God.
3: Yeah, we, we just had him. He just disappeared. Right. I thought I saw him, and then I didn't see him. I'm like, well, they must have put him on, like, a private inside line. So I, it, it, I had a moment of panic there. I was like, where's Andy? I don't see <laughs> yeah, Andy. I had the same thing. I, I'm sorry to do that to you. All right, so this is this is kind of uncharted. I, I think Andy's been taken.
2: He was there the moments ago. He was there.
3: Something, I mean, something troubling has happened to Andy that he's not there. He was there. Yeah. He wanted to be involved, and now he's just missing. You think Rick had something to do with this? I don't know all right we'll start out in a different direction let uh, this is i don't like this at all let's go to um let's go to jordan in staten island good morning jordan you're on stump rothenburg
7: morning Dave. shout out to the company um who's the who's the last heisman trophy winner to win a super bowl
3: oh the last heisman trophy winner to win a super bowl well burrow won it but didn't win derrick henry won it no Jameis Winston won it, but he didn't win. Cam Newton didn't win. Bradford, no. Did Mark Ingram win a Super Bowl? <sighs> no. I don't know. No. God, it's it's got to be. All right, here's where I'm going. No, oh, I don't. I don't think Charles Woodson won. Is it? You're not going to want to answer. This. Is it really far back?
7: Uh, no. It was. Let me give you like a. a I don't know, Rick.
3: Can, can I get a, a little hint or no? I I don't I don't know. Uh, RJ, you think you think a little hint would be appropriate or no? Because I'm, I'm thinking Desmond Howard, but it can't be that far back, can it?
7: Mm. It's not.
3: It's not yeah. Um was he actually involved with this team or is he just on the team? Like was it was he a main team nah, opponent?
7: Yeah, he, he was involved. He was main very opponent involved. of the team.
3: And it's not Desmond Howard. Um
5: I think you may have said him already.
3: I said him when I was running through I know Marcus Allen did, but it's probably more recent than that. Roger Staubach did. But Cam Newton did not. I think I said him. It's Is it Wood was Woodson on, was Woodson on Green Bay? Is that what it is?
7: No, it's, a, it's somebody else in the early 2000s.
3: Early 2000s? I feel like I've already done a very bad job with this.
7: He won the Heisman in
3: the early 2000s. He won the Heisman in the early 2000s.
2: I I, I have to ask a, a clerical question that perhaps should have been cleared up sooner. Did this Heisman get taken away from this person? <laughs>
5: That would be the giveaway, yeah. wouldn't
3: it? I mean, it's, uh, so it's re- but that's yeah. not that's not really fair. Yeah, though.
2: this is this just crossed my mind.
3: <laughs> is that? I didn't even
7: is, think about that. I totally Reggie Bush is the answer.
3: See, I didn't I yeah. I didn't include Reggie Bush in the in the question because I mean, technically, he doesn't have a Heisman now.
5: Oh come on, he has a Heisman. he doesn't. Wendy's. So that's so that's the answer, Reggie Bush. Yes, that's the answer. Yes. All right. See, I. I'm confused, though, because Charles Woodson did win a Super Bowl with Green Bay, and he's a Heisman winner, right? I mean, not obviously his Heisman came he sooner. Said, he said the last, the, the most recent one, though. So is, the, is winning the Heisman most recent or winning the Super Bowl most recent? Either one. Because Woodson's Heisman obviously came before, but his Super yeah. Bowl came after.
2: That's a good point. So the answer would be Woodson. I, I don't hold that against you. So I we're guess. still zero and zero? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a null and void.
5: Yeah, All that's right.
3: RJ's fault. Don't blame R.J. He's doing the best he can. Uh, Mike in Williamsport. Is this Williamsport, PA? Yes, sir, it is. Oh, home of the Little League World Series. My house is like less than a quarter of a mile away from the whole structure. Wow, that's cool. I'd love to go to that.
8: Whenever you want, I got rooms for you.
3: I love it. All right, what do you got, Mike?
8: All right, we're we're going geography. I'm changing it up for
6: you. Okay. What is the longest undammed river? In the United States,
4: if you get this, you're a genius.
3: I, th- but I think it's a. If it's what I think it is, it's a big time river. Like it's is. I'm gonna go with Ye- the Yellowstone River.
6: Oh come on! Yeah. you are the
3: best. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. See, if he would ask me a river which was really unknown, but the Yellowstone River is a big time river. All right, yeah, so would
4: have no but you'd have no respect from if he asked you a question like of an unknown river.
3: Well, no, it's just like a small nothing river. Like the fact that Yellowstone, that's a legit river. So I that's, that's a good one. Uh so that's one and 0 oh, because we're not going to count the first question. All right. Let's go to uh Anthony in the mail truck. Anthony, you're on Stump Rothenberg.
5: Hello, David. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Rick.
1: Hello.
5: Before we get started,
6: can I can I give you guys, um, I've been practicing it. Can I give you guys a, a bird call that I was doing when you guys were doing it on the show the other day? All right. I like that. Please. Okay.
5: Ready?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
5: How
6: good.
5: was that? Good.
4: Well, that was terrific. Thanks,
3: guys. Very that nice. was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you.
4: You're very welcome.
6: So, uh, yeah, I actually was doing it. Um, all, all right now. All birds. right now. <laughs> oh, okay all right we, we got you we you go. do you're doing bird calls here when you go. make
3: your your postal deliveries let's get to stump Rothenberg. Go. where are we going
6: here we go who has uh we're going baseball we're going baseball all right who has the most pickoffs in MLB history
3: for a pitcher or a, uh, a a base runner
6: for a pitcher they make the pickoffs
3: um Steve Carlton I know had a lot and he was a, I'm gonna go Carlton
6: Carlton, final
4: answer. I don't I like the sound call- of that. I did not like the sound of that. No, I. I uh, Anthony's a stand-up guy. I don't yeah. know. I,
3: I always thought it was Carlton, and now I feel very uncertain.
4: Unless you you know Anthony better than I do because well, the Saturday show. Lef-
3: no, you know what? It makes sense. The lefty. I'm going to say uh, Steve Carlton, final answer. Give him the ding. Give him the ding. That's genius. You can't deny that. That's as good as it gets. You wanted greatness. That's greatness. All right. Listen, there's still a long way to go. Relax. Don't yell at me. Let's, let's go to... Um, now, I don't know what we do here. He's supposed to be the first caller. He hung up. He might have been taken. I don't know where he's been. Do we go to Andy or do we do we punish Andy now?
4: I, by the looks of him, he's been punishing himself. <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to Anthony
3: and Glen Cove to punish him more. Anthony, you're on Stump Rothenberg.
6: Dave, the pleasure's mine, to be honest. Um... In the year 2000, Mm -hmm. New York City high school basketball had what was called the Holy Trinity of point guards. Can you name those three point guards and name what colleges they played basketball at? I'll give you a hint. All three colleges were in the Big East.
3: 2000. I mean, oh my God. So, so they started college in 2001, or they started it like in the?
6: It was the 99 2000 season was their senior year of high school, meaning they graduated in 2000. So they would have been playing their freshman year of college in the 2001 season. <sighs> and it's a good question. <laughs> Um, they actually just did. I don't know if you watch. If you're into documentaries, but I am, Showtime but I didn't see did anything up, on.
3: Is the this the gods. is this the Eddie point Griffin? God. Is this the Eddie Griffin class, or am I in the wrong class?
6: That is 100 percent the Eddie Griffin class. All I'll right, can give you a more. So, hit. so hang on what now. So, o- plays-
3: Omar, oh, hang on now. Omar Cook, is that are you looking for him? Omar
6: Cook is one of them. Yes. And how many are there? The Trinity, so it's three. Is Talik Brown one of those guys? That would be number two. And what what college did he go to?
3: I think he went to St. John's. No. Can I answer that? Well, yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I think he
6: went to St. John's. No, it's not St. No, he didn't. Talik Brown did not go to St. John's. He so. did not. He did not. Huh. Where'd he go?
3: UConn. You can tell me it's fine. Where'd he go? He went to. He went to UConn. Okay. Um. I thought he might have committed to Saint John's. Uh. All right. Uh. Is Andre Barrett one of those guys from Rice High School?
6: Andre Barrett is the third Holy Trinity of point guards. Yeah. Okay. All right. And that. And he went to Seton Hall, right? So it was Omar Cook went to St. John. Andre Barrett went to, to Seton Hall, And Taleigh Brown went to Yukon. All
3: right. I think I did pretty well there. Yeah, it was
4: all right.
6: Well, it's not,
3: you think that's a great question?
4: Uh, it was and it was one of those ones that had multiple parts. It's so. not a,
3: it's not a, it's not a great question.
4: I I it. think
5: you get a lot of credit for for
4: oh, a 3.
5: Here we go. Well, so awesome, you guys, that, have, you that guys have clearly
4: you guys have clearly mended the fence, then, because now this is all we do is you just—that's just...
5: that's tough. That's yeah, tough you know, to answer. That was answer. not easy. That was not easy. Let's and and listen, a- the fact that you knew that one of them was St. John's, you were on something. And I knew Barrett, and Barrett was like 5'8". eighties. Hey, let's it let's, all, let's all
4: settle for mediocrity here. Let's that do was that. Not,
3: uh, you know what? Why don't you answer the next one? That's not my segment. Well, what is your segment?
4: I, I, you know what my segment is—the open.
3: Oh yeah, Andy and Merrick. Andy, finally, where you been?
6: Good morning,
7: Russian Rosenberg. A.K.A. Chico and the Man. Where have you been?
4: Probably so at a buffet. I hit
7: the dump button on me.
4: Yeah, right. No. A my
6: nobody, hey, hit the, on.
3: nobody hit the dump button.
4: on probably me. probably dumping Stop. pancakes in your face.
3: Oh, my God. All right. What do you got? Go ahead. Let's hear I it.
6: I a one-part Super Bowl question. Okay. As far as my research goes, I can only find one person who has won three consecutive Super Bowl rings. Name him.
4: How, is it like, oh, God. You better get this one because Santiago just said that's easy.
3: Well, yeah, because I think it might be like Drew Pearson or something.
6: Um, Like that question, Rick? You like I do that? actually
4: like, listen, it, as much as me and you go back and forth, I'm willing to admit when you have a good question. It's a good question. So All
3: Santiago right. says that's just easy.
4: I'm sure you'll treat yourself to a donut or something.
3: Oh my God! I mean, why, why is there such hostility and negativity from you?
4: That's, that man's nasty.
3: Why? Oh, you know what? You know I what? You know, what you know who it could play. be too. Ugh! It, is it? A, is it a man that used to show himself off in the locker room, Raymond? Could it be
5: him? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> uh, Charles Haley. You're on the right track, but it's not Charles Haley. So,
3: all right, I don't know the answer. Oh, Ugh. maybe it could be Ken Norton, though. So I'm thinking, Ken Norton, Preston Pearson, Drew Pearson. Those are my those are my three.
6: Come on, David, you got
3: it. All right, listen, I don't need you to give me a hard time here. Um, and no team has ever won three in a row, but player. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ken Norton.
6: Alright. That's why he UCLA thought it was easy, because he do it with the Cowboys. UCLA Bruins.
3: Oh, there you go. All right. Did I do well there? Is that
4: is that okay for you? That was fine. Yeah, I mean it was it was fine. I don't know what you're looking for. Good for question, me. solid answer.
3: Uh, you're listening to DPH on Rothenberg on ninety eight seventy SPNW EPN FM New York. You wanna play? Of course I want to play.
4: Okay, then play. All right. I'll play. I'll dabble.
3: Alright, dabble.
4: All right, we got the week off, but we're all looking forward to the uh, the big game, the Super Bowl. Can you tell me who has the most career passing yards in a Super Bowl game? Wait,
3: you say most career and then in a game. So this is career? No, or... this,
4: uh, you know what I meant.
3: No, no, I don't right, know what in you a, mean. In a you said game. most career, I think, every game he's no, played in, game. and then you say
4: in a game. No, history I meant. History, most passing yards in a single Super Bowl game. Now you're just being nasty to me for no reason. No. I
3: mean, Brady had like 500, didn't he?
4: Come on, keep the momentum. You're doing good.
3: I th- I think Brady had 505 against final the Eagles answer. a loss.
4: Final answer. Yeah,
3: that's my final answer.
4: Give him the ding, baby. Right on the number two, five oh five. Well,
3: yeah. I, I, listen, I remember that game vividly. It was one of the worst days. Because it, fu- it was your fault. It was
4: your fault. Maybe.
3: Uh, all right, we're rolling along. Uh, let's go to uh, hmm. Let's go to Disco. Little little Disco in Connecticut. Go ahead,
6: Disco. Okay, Dave. This is yeah. your
3: wheelhouse.
6: This is your wheelhouse. All right, so. I'm ready for you. Go ahead. All right. What is was Jerry's address on the show. All
3: right. He was on the west side and he was 129 West 81st Street, apartment 5A. Final answer.
1: Nope. Oh, what?
6: It was West 87th. No. No? No. No. No, he did look not look this live up, up 87th. Raymond. Look
4: it up.
3: We're gonna take a moment, RJ Raymond. Look it up. There's what, no what, way Jerry lives on 87. What? What did you say, Dave? What's what, 129 West 81st, Apartment 5A?
5: According to the Google. Nope, you right with the 5A. I've got, I've got West 81st. Yeah. Oh, Dave, I had it wrong. Yeah, you, you did,
4: man, Dave. All right. Man. Has, has that, okay. Rick? Okay. Has that I, for you? But I never questioned you. Never,
5: that's a great job M- by me. Is multiple, what that is multiple sources say West 81st. Yeah, especially you when didn't you came on up 87th. with it that bad.
4: But that this is how it's supposed to work, though. You're supposed to be bang, bang, bang,
5: bang, bang, bang. Uh, RJ, where? Bang, what do you want? You want to take any
3: more? What do you want to do? You want to go to your five pack?
2: I think you could squeeze one more in from the. All right. From is the there people. anybody that
3: you tell me that I should take here?
2: Mm. You want to wrestle there- Raymond? Mm. why do you want people to wrestle the, so the put the, with the wrestling put the, yes. put the
3: dollar right right in there
2: i think i think anthony in the car is interesting
3: all right anthony in the car you're on stump rothenberg
8: what's going on fellas
2: How hello
3: hello um, i got a, i got a good one for you in honor of uh aaron Rodgers on his way to the new york jets this right. is an unfortunate question but here we go
6: The, the new york jets have won their division three times. Yes, I said three times in their entire history, which is ridiculous. But can you tell me who the quarterback of those three, who the three quarterbacks were for those division wins?
4: Hmm. Interesting question. I got to imagine Chad was one of them.
3: I have a signed helmet from two of the three. I'm, I'm working on
6: trying to get that third one. It's a little bit more difficult than I thought it would be.
3: Um. All right, so so this division. Now, the way it's currently constituted or, or in the history of the division?
7: In the
4: history.
3: All right, so the Ever. Jets won the division in 88. No, they won it in 98. So that's Vinny Testaverdi. That's one. That's one. Yeah. They won it. I don't even remember a third. I only remember two. They won it in 02,
4: which would be Chad.
3: And I can't even remember a third time they What they've, what do you
4: mean? What yeah, I mean uh, come on. Who would the other quarterback Jets quarterback you think they would have won the division? I don't know. Say maybe when they won the Super Bowl.
3: Is it, I guess his name. It then, huh? All right. So that that's pre-merger, though. So what's, your what's your three? I mean, he's he's saying it's Namath, but I mean that's. I guess it's Namath, but that's that's pre-merger. It's Your second. What's your three? Yeah. See, I don't know that that's accurate. Are you are you hundred percent convinced that it's nameth
4: uh, am I 100% convinced? Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm not i am not 100% well, think, convinced.
5: Th- think of any other times that you can think that they've won a the division. And, and I'm assuming that we're including free merger in this because... I, I think he's trying to trick... I don't know. I'm
2: Jets staying out
6: of, of it.
3: The oh, were, were they the Jets when they won the division? Or were they the Titans Jet, when they won the division?
6: Jets, yes, not Titans.
4: Yeah they won the Super Bowl, they were with the Jets. Yeah,
3: but that was pre-merger.
4: In I mean, the yeah, but I don't think
6: they, the I, Jets.
4: Yeah, but I don't think that they. I, I think in '98 and 02, I don't think there was another time before, after the merger, than those two.
3: All right, so that's got to be. Then it's got to be '68.
4: Mind-boggling.
3: And then I'll say it's Namath. But I don't. I don't like that question. Told you. Oh, I mean, Pennington, uh, Testaverdi and Namath. You got it. You got it. I don't know how you struggle so much with Namath. Well, because I don't, I I mean, that's pre-merger, so I don't even count that.
5: Yeah, technically it was the AFL East
3: back yeah, then. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the AFC East, so that, that's why. So that's a fugazi question, but we still got it. That's fine. All right, RJ, your five-pack.
2: All right, away we go. Super Bowl edition, players still remaining and alive in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm are going to start very easy. If you get this wrong, you should leave the show. I love this part. <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco. Rutgers. Rutgers. That's right.
3: I'm going to let Rick take the first crack at these guys. I
2: think it'll end here. Hayden Hurst.
4: Rick? No There's school out there. No idea. There Cincinnati.
2: School. No, wrong. It's a good try.
4: Uh, South Carolina.
2: Yeah, not remotely close, but good yeah. try. How about Mikko Hardman? Rick, you want to play? No, I
4: I like the first one. I like the easy one. SEC school. Nope. No idea.
2: I'm not playing.
3: (laughs) So (laughs) now you've just bowed out of this.
5: Powerhouse, Rick. That's right.
3: Uh, He went to Georgia. Yep. Tyler Boyd. Come on. Come on, Pitt. I mean, Rick.
2: (laughs) Pitt. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Wonderful. You just picked that out of the air. Good job. And finally, this one's tough. Chris Jones. Any idea? Texas AM. Oh uh, not that far off. He's a bulldog, Rick.
3: Mississippi
4: State.
5: Yeah.
2: Oh. Was not that guess, far off. It
3: the, was a it was a hell of an effort.
2: It was wrong, but it was. Good job, Dave. Alright, so had had we finished
3: there? Was that how a an perfect
2: five guy. pack? That's the fiver.
3: That's that's the fiver. That's that's a good job by me, right?
2: It felt easy.
1: Thanks for listening to the DPH and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking news. Uh-oh.
4: Tom Brady says he's retiring. No. That's a, get up right now. Big Breaking news.
5: news. Jazz hands! <laughs> Are you Big serious? Big news! It's, it's Jazz hands! It is on our screens. And it just wow. broke.
3: Wow. Wow! Do you? Oh, here's here's my first question. He's on Twitter. Is you think it's true?
5: I, he can't come back
4: now again, Kenny.
3: It look you look ridiculous if Tom, you come back again. Tom
5: has tweeted his goodbye message five minutes ago. But you you can't. How,
3: how can you come back now? You 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 look ridiculous if you come back again. No.
4: Yeah, I don't think he. I mean, it just seemed like a perfect fit in San well, Francisco.
3: I guess he's done. It's it's weird. Yeah. So he announced he's done. That's big news. Wow. It's huge news. That really is.
4: The so now a Rogers problem.
3: becomes that much more. I mean, that's one quarterback that's not involved in the quarterback carousel. And I, I got to tell you, you can't if you're at, if you're Tom Brady, you can't come back.
4: I have a hard time. Yeah, I, you can't you,
3: come back. You look, a second time, you look ridiculous if you come back.
4: I'm surprised by this.
3: I am as well.
4: Poor Greg Olson.
3: I am. Yeah. So he and Greg Olson is good too. Right. Wow. That's that's monumental, and we never get news to break during the show. That's no, big that, this news. Is, this is this our first one. This is our first big one. Big, but you know what? I thought you were going to say like they've traded Brandon Ayuk to the Giants or something.
4: Like that, <laughs> that deal's
5: in place. You're not letting that go, are you? No, no. No, I'm Didn't not. Didn't
4: Brandon Ayuk like himself in a Giants uniform? Did yes, I see that did. right?
5: Yes, he did. I saw that. Yes. Dave
4: knows something he's not telling us. Dave has uh, some kind of inside information.
5: This should be considered tampering, I feel yeah, like. the conductor Dave, if is feeding Dave, him Dave, information. If Dave has this sort of inside information and he's just putting it out there, not it could tampering. be tampering.
3: It's not tampering at all. I'm just giving you what my opinion happens to be. I'm no, the conductor.
4: This feels like a real informed opinion.
3: So, wow. But let's get back to this Brady thing. So, so what does this mean now? So a lot of people had Brady going to the Raiders. Obviously, that's done.
4: Well, yeah, but now a lot of people had him going to the Niners.
3: So obviously, that's not going to happen. Oh, clearly. So now, so now, I mean, listen, I also saw that Trey Lance is like weeks away from, from starting workouts.
4: It sounds like he'll be ready for OTAs, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, how much do you trust Trey Lance um, with a Super Bowl-ready team?
3: Well, I mean, I think they
4: have to trust him. Well, yeah, I mean, you say that And they that took him because,
3: third, they mortgaged a ton. I think you have to trust Trey Lance.
4: Right, but I mean, again, you also have the opportunity to have both of those quarterbacks, if you want, learn from the greatest of all time. I think there's a benefit to that, too. I mean, that could be, I mean... Again, I mean, just I if it was me, and, you know, I was... Uh, you say that you named the team, the goalie for the Islanders, and I was coming off an injury, and... We had a team that was ready to win. Of course I would want to play. Of course. But if they were like, oh, hey, by the way, we're going to have Marty Brodeur come in for one year and play, and you can sit back and kind of learn from him, I think there would be some benefit to that.
3: Well, doesn't look like Marty Brodeur is coming. Tom Brady calls it a career again. You want to hear from Tom? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, here's his goodbye message.
8: Good morning, guys. Uh, I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured i just press record, let you guys know first, so I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so... Uh, Really, thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I would not change a thing. Love you all.
3: Well, he said last year's was the emotional one, but it sounded like he got a little emotional in that one, too.
4: Well, he said essay. This was more like just a... Just to get by. How could you not get emotional? I mean this is this is who he's been. This has been his life. For such I a long time. I mean it potentially, I mean it get I don't know exactly what happened, but I mean was probably part of the reason his marriage didn't didn't work
3: out. What an awful way to go out, too. Awful. I mean they that, at the end that was that was not good.
4: No, I listen, I mean I I thought that there was still a chance that he would come back in the in the perfect situation It felt like San Francisco was that perfect situation, but like at a certain point, you got to decide. I mean, can I play to a certain level, and are there more important things in my life?
3: So, c- can we say that maybe he can't play to that level? It's hard for me to envision Tom Brady says I'm done if he thinks he can go to yeah you, know, you name the team the Niners, the Dolphins, the Raiders, the Jets, whoever, and still produce at that high level. I think maybe he thought he's maybe he thinks he's
4: done. Yeah, I think that's probably part of it. I mean, that's why usually, but that's a hard conversation to have with yourself. I don't think it's just that he should have retired after the last season. Oh, uh, he had a he, I mean, the the season previous to to this last one was a great season for him.
3: He had a great season. I mean, the ma- I don't know you, know. you can't get behind closed doors of what was going on with the marriage, but at least it was still somewhat intact, right? They could have maybe worked on that a little bit. Now he comes back. He was not great. Team was awful. Marriage, you know, publicly falls apart. Like not not a, not a good last year for Tom Brady.
4: No, but that's the tough part, though. It's just you, to know when when is the right time. I mean. You talk about the, the season before, he throws for you know 5,300 yards, 43 touchdowns. It's like, I mean, how do you retire after that when you know you can play at that level?
3: Yeah, but, but you know what's the old saying? You'd rather retire a little, little too early than a little too late.
4: See, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, I know what you're saying, and it makes sense, but it's just that there'd also be a piece of me if I played that well. Like, why wouldn't I go back if they still wanted me? I think it, for me, it would take it just like it for me. It took like I try to make this comeback. Like, it, it took for me, like, having a, a serious conversation with myself, like, you're not good anymore. And it wasn't an easy conversation, but it was like, why am I putting myself through this hell if I stink or if I just can't play to – Like, because you get to a point where it's like your mind, and it's what made Brady so special, what's it's what makes LeBron so special. Guys that are that have this kind of longevity is that you've been through everything, seen everything, the game has slowed down to a point where, like, your mind will tell you what to do, and your body can still do it. Like at the end when well, that's you know
3: sweet, it. That's the sweet spot, right? That's, the
4: ner- yeah, that's sports yeah. nirvana. But at the end, it's like your, your mind is telling your body to do something, and your body is not responding the way it should.
3: Which is maybe where he feels, in fact, he is. And, maybe, and you know him. He's not show up for Sunday's guy. He is no. you know, all, 100% all in. So maybe that, maybe he just determined it's, just, it's too much. I want to focus on, on family, and he still has a family and a lot of kids, and, and he wants to move to that next phase of life. I don't blame him. I'm just sur- I'm surprised is what I would say,
4: dude. He threw the ball seven. He had 733 pass attempts this year. How many at times his did he threw against
3: the Cowboys? There's like a million times against the Cowboys.
4: At his age, he had that many pass attempts. That was such I mean, a bad game. Wild.
3: It was so, he was so bad. So in his last game, I'm sure. Th- th- listen, he's accomplished so much. He has seven rings. But I'm sure the thought of it ended in that game the way it did against the Cowboys was brutal.
4: Yeah, of course it's brutal. That's not how you want to go out. I mean, everyone wants to go out as a Super Bowl champion. I think that's how, that's why there was some thought that, you know, it, it didn't look great, but I, I mean, for a bunch of different reasons his offensive line was a mess and everything else. Didn't look like he for some reason had chemistry with Mike Evans anymore that, you know, he would if the right opportunity presented itself. And it felt like just with the Brock Purdy injury that that could be San Francisco and maybe it's just that maybe there wasn't mutual maybe San Francisco didn't want him. Maybe they want to ride with Trey, uh, yeah, Trey listen, Lance. Listen, we
3: think Purdy's going to come back, and uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Let, let's take a break. One hundred nine 919 We're going to kind of do a little audible here and really focus on Tom Brady. Th- th- and I've said this. This is my immediate thought. You can't play the game again. Like, you can't retire for a second time and come back because now you look like a joke. So my, in my mind, that's it. You've seen the last of Tom Brady. That's it. It's over.
4: Oh, it's over. The next time you see me, he'll be in the, in the Fox booth.
3: And then, and then five years, you'll see him in, in Canton in the Hall of Fame, which will be some kind of an induction ceremony.
4: Right. Yeah, he's going to – I mean, he's the – dude, he's the GOAT, man.
3: He, he is the GOAT. What, how do you think that works? Like, they sit down in the room, and, you know, they have, like, arguments of should he go, and there's opposing views, and yes, he should. No, he shouldn't. What do you think that is? Like, Brady should go. Great. Let's go get lunch. No,
4: it's Yeah, it's like you just – you mentioned his name. Okay, let's save some time here. Who's up next?
1: Yeah, exactly. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. He's trolling Tom Brady, a seven-time
3: Super Bowl champion, and the man is trolling him.
5: How's this trolling? I'm saying but goodbye he, he, because you're saying goodbye with an attitude. No, yeah, I, I think Raymond.
4: Uh, Raymond respects and appreciates what Tom Brady. Did. How could you not respect what
5: he's done? You have, you have to. But I think Raymond is is feeling a way about his team ended officially slammed the door on Tom. Oh, Brady. I mean, look what happened to them the following week. Well, what do I really have to celebrate here? It, the The only thing I really have to celebrate is that they they finally did it after 20 years and at least got a victory
3: against him. A victory, lost the next week, and now Brady's gone.
5: Whatever. And now Mike McCarthy's calling your place. <laughs> And Now yeah, Mike that, McCarthy's yeah. in charge. Well, he's listen, one, there. it's, it's I, Rick. Either it's going to work or he's going to get fired. So th- well, this well, time he's this actually is. on the, hi- on and, the hot seat. And scale. now
3: Sean Payton will not be the next uh, guy in waiting for the well,
5: Cowboys. Well, not for nothing. Dan Quinn's already sitting there waiting. <laughs> not, not for nothing. At least you don't have to trade draft picks. There you go. All right. That's the one hundred
3: nine 1-800-919-3776. So the big news, Brady Dunston. Let me ask you this. You said it before. If this was you there's no way you're retiring no chance no you you would absolutely continue to play until, well, especially now when, though. though
4: but but especially now though
3: what well, now that your your, fam- your family is not well at least the wife you can't say the family's
4: gone no no but it's still dude i mean just think about that like i mean we talk about this almost every day on the radio how lucky we are to have our wives and how much you know our our lives like everything that we we do on a daily basis revolves around them and it's even like like especially and, and a lot of athletes will tell you this like the burden that your your spouse takes on when you're playing because your main focus is is whatever sport it is like you and Tom Brady especially like his I mean it's a lifestyle for him it's what he eats it's the training it's how right, he recovers his entire
3: life is now consumed with football yes
4: right so now you have his wife left to you know do all the other stuff take care of the kids and all those other things and you were willing Last season, to to come back and jeopardize that, and you came back that you know unfortunately ended in divorce, and now you're sitting here. Season wasn't great, but it was still I mean it was still a pretty good season. You made the playoffs. His numbers aren't I mean you look at his numbers at 45 years old,
3: but it was not great.
4: No, compared yeah not great, but compared to most quarterbacks, this is a compared to to Tom Brady. And what he did the year before, right? yeah, not the as good, The year before
3: Tom Brady to this year Tom Brady, not even comparable.
4: Well, no, because he led the league in, in touchdowns the year before, right? But he still had a, I mean, he had a decent year. He, I mean, had, he had a had decent most-
3: year. Uh, yes, I agree.
4: Okay, but now that's – like the, the marriage is now done, right? And then that, that ship has sailed, and it was because I felt like I needed to come back. Probably more than that, but I, I would imagine that's some of the reason. And you still have teams that want you to play – I would have a hard time walking away now. I would, I would probably ride the thing out until I just couldn't do it anymore.
3: So, but maybe he feels like that's where he is. Maybe internally, it's like I, I, I'm done. I got nothing left. I don't want to go through the grind again. I don't think I'm very good anymore. Well, we that's it.
4: Right? I think that's it. I think Tom Brady's the kind of guy I'm either all in, or I'm all the way out. Yeah, there's no half
3: pregnant with Tom Brady.
4: No, no. And I think well, here's the other thing though too. Maybe I mean, like hey, he's a smart enough guy that he sat back and he's watching Burrow and Mahomes. And these young guys saying to himself, like, I don't I can't do that. I can't get to that level anymore.
3: No, he can't. Listen, I'll be honest with you, and I know people are gonna be very upset by this, and you might be as well. I don't know that he was ever at that level.
4: Uh talent wise, no, he wasn't at that level talent wise, but as far as I mean big winning
3: spot, obviously at a different level uh, than but everybody.
4: That's, but that's a skill though, man. Big big spot I understand. I think that's the, I mean, that's what, I mean, when you watch Joe Burrow play, he has some of those Brady esque tendencies where nothing seems to rattle them. Like, it's just, it doesn't matter how he's unfazable.
3: Right. He's absolutely unfazable. Let's go to Dre in Brooklyn. Good morning, Dre. You're on 98.7.
7: Hey, good morning, guys. You know, I was calling to basically just talk about what Rick was just talking about. Like, I feel like he just blew up his marriage for an inconsequential year of football. Like, I'm a married guy. I'm almost 10 years married, and it's like you blew off your wife for another year, and then you're going to retire after that year? It See, but I don't think that's crazy.
3: fair because we don't know the specifics. No, you have no idea. No, I, I mean, you would no, have don't. to imagine no, that the, the, the marriage was on, on thin ice if, if it, you know, ended like this. Like, it might not have made it Absolutely. anyhow.
7: Absolutely. But if you had a shot to save it, right, like, wouldn't you take that?
4: Yeah, but, Dre, how could you possibly – and I don't want to get into, like, an in-depth conversation about t- Tom Brady's marriage. I but, I mean, I, here's I, – I think at a certain point he probably came to the realization that I don't want to be retired, and I'm not happy without football. And if if I'm going to sacrifice this and not be happy, then how am I it, – it's not going to work anyway.
7: I hear but, you. I hear you. I, no, it, it's totally right. That's the other side of the coin that I was thinking about, Right. But, you know, it's just, it just is like, I guess, you know, uh, the feeling of regret. You know what I mean? And I, I guess I kind of felt it for him. I don't know. There's nothing but, worse. Um, you know, I, I can
4: promise you there's nothing yeah. worse than living with, with yeah. regret like I that. I do want
7: to say I do miss you guys at 5 a.m. in the morning. Like, I'm glad you guys got this time slot. But I get up early to run. I train for marathons. And when I'm up at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, you guys were the only thing that kind of got me through. My stretch routine.
3: Well, a couple of suggestions. You can listen to the the show from the day before on the podcast easily in that five. But I listen hour. to you
5: guys live. Oh, I understand. So like or I or
3: or why don't you adjust your schedule a little bit? Wake up at five thirty and start the run at six.
7: No, I'm up. Well, it, it takes me a little while. I'm 44, so it's like it takes me a little bit. I'm not a young guy. I need like you know some time to get some coffee, stretch, get my body together. And then start by six. You know, I got to be back by seven, take the kids to school. You know, I got a a, a tight window in the morning.
4: You have a very young voice, though. I wouldn't have guessed that he doesn't sound 44. I agree. Because
3: he's he's probably in great shape. Pounding the pavement. And
7: if you you looked at all the gray hairs in my face and on my head, you would probably uh, think differently. But yeah, I would have guessed that. I appreciate the compliment.
3: All right, Trey, we appreciate you. one 800 let us go to Jimmy in North Carolina. Good morning, Jim.
8: Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, I just want to say absolutely love the show. I listen to you guys uh, every morning while I'm working out. And uh, I just want to weigh in on Brady. I'll get to that in a second. But I just want to say, going back to some of your conversations earlier in the week about comparing your show to the K-Show, the K-Show doesn't even hold a candle to you guys. You guys are ridiculous. You're phenomenal. Love listening to you working out on my way to work every morning. On the way home, I put K
5: on. All right, all right. Get, like
3: can you please, minutes. please, for God's sakes, get to Brady? It's
4: a lot of love in uh, North Carolina.
3: I mean, listen, we love you too, but I mean, l- l- the love. story, the, st- the matter of hand is Brady. Let's go, Jimmy.
8: All right, the matter at hand. I just want to say, I can't stand K. I
5: can only listen to. Like oh my God! I mean. <laughs> there you go. Oh, he had to get that off his chest. Apparently. Can you please? Can you? Can you? I mean, we we, we we gave Jimmy a long enough leash. Oh my
4: God! Gave, uh, I can't him have, have him insulting my guy. I kid. Impossible. Well, forget Especially about that. It's like all right. I, I
5: I stopped it.
3: I'm like all right. You know, it's enough. You you, you like our show better? That's lovely. Thank you so much. And then he's just like, let me take another shot at K. Like we're trying to talk Tom Brady here.
4: You don't take shots my have none of my guy. You don't take shots of my guy.
3: Oh, enough of your guy, Sean in Connecticut. Hi, Sean. You're on Seven. Hey, good morning, and thanks for being part of my commute. Uh, just a fun
6: little thought. So, if, if Brady ends up in the broadcaster booth,
3: well, there's no way he's
6: going to be as good as Tony. Is, well, there's no way he's going to be as good as Tony Romo. And so, there's a future where Tony
3: Romo and Tom Brady are doing the same thing, and Brady's not as good as Romo. And I don't think that could fit
1: well with Brady since he's so competitive.
4: How do you know he won't be good? I think the thirty-seven and a half million dollars he's getting paid a year will. <laughs> But, we'll but, ha- but really, how do you how do you know he's not going to be excellent? I have no at this? idea. I mean, some people some people are are tired of Tony Romo already.
3: I I I feel like that's kind of the case. I that think Tony Romo's going to jump the shark.
4: I think he said that the other day.
3: Well, and I also feel like he's not as in tune as he once was. Like he used to be calling out the plays and know exactly what's happening, and now he's he's very off base.
4: Well, he just came. I mean, he just was fresh out of the league. I think he's more. He's probably more focused on his golf anyway.
3: Um, I'm interested to, guy, dude, to, to I'm listen still... to Brady.
4: Are you in shock right now? I'm still kind of in shock.
3: Yes, yeah, because I didn't, I didn't expect this to be to be the story today.
4: You, I was convinced either. he was going to. I was convinced he was going to the Niners.
3: Well, I, sir, I, well, I don't know where he was going. I thought Raiders, but I certainly we, we on CMT yesterday, R.J. asked, "All right, uh, actually, retire was it was retire Raiders Niners?" And I think we both trashed retire. We thought there was no chance he was going to be done.
4: Yeah, they just had a report on uh, on Get Up too that. Uh, like, Mark Davis absolutely loves Tom Brady, and if if he was given the opportunity, he was going to do whatever it, it took
1: to get Tom to Vegas.
3: Wild stuff. So that's it for the second time. February
1: 1st is the Retirement Day for Tom Brady.